0: Dick hardness makes a man blind, especially when they are so ready to fuck that they don't inspect anything, not even the condom. So it wasn't hard to poke small holes in Dwayne's condoms over the last few weeks. Main chick versus side bitch. Chapter 14. Now I was at the shop, locked in the bathroom, about to check to see if I was pregnant. For the last few days, I had a slight fluttering in my stomach on the right side, and I just knew that there was a baby growing in there. I fished inside my purse for the pregnancy test I kept, waiting for the right moment just when I needed to take it. Just so happens that the right moment is this morning, right before my first client. I brought the test weeks ago when I first came up with this plan and hid it in my purse so Dwayne wouldn't find it. And now, after all this time, I was taking the test that was going to change my life and the life of the man that I loved. Sitting down to pee on the stick, I closed my eyes and prayed for what I already knew to be true, Dear Lord, give me a second chance at being a mother. What I couldn't be to Aviana, please, Lord, let me be to this baby. Amen. Before I could even get the cat back over the pregnancy test, I could already see the two lines forming. One line for no and two lines for yes. Thank you, Lord, was the first thing that came to my mind. But the second was Miss Lawyer Bitch. He hadn't mentioned her name since he came to my house that night. And I kept my pussy and my lips wrapped tightly around his dick so he didn't have much time to think about anybody else. But with his mom being sick and him having to spend more time with her, he didn't have time for anything but me and the shop. And now we were going to have an addition to our new family. Coming out of the bathroom, I couldn't hide the smile on my face. But looking at the deep frown on Dwayne's face, I thought about maybe telling him another time. He'd had an attitude all morning since he came into the shop. But looking down at the pregnancy test in my hand, I knew I couldn't wait until later. I had to tell him now. Bay, can I talk to you in the supply room? I asked him if he got done with his customer. Can we talk later? I got people. No, we need to talk now, please. Just, I have something to tell you. Aye, man, this better be important. I followed him into the stock room and I let it go. Handing him the pregnancy test, I said the words I had been rehearsing in my head for weeks. Bae, I'm pregnant. I put the pregnancy test in his hands, smiling like a nigga that just gotten off child support. Pregnant? What the fuck you mean you pregnant? Dwayne looked so fine in his barber cape. Usually I would have fucked him right here in the supply room between the relaxer and the shampoo shelves. But right now, he didn't seem happy like I thought he would. What I thought was going to happen would be laughing and crying, and a happy face was turning into a fucking nightmare. Just what I said, Dwayne. I'm having your baby. He shook his head so hard I thought it was going to fall off his body. Would he be acting this way if that bitch was pregnant? Hell no. I strap up every time. I can't be. I had to cover my mouth to keep from smiling. Yeah, he wrapped up. But maybe if his lazy ass would go buy the condoms himself, I wouldn't have the time to punch holes in them. Well, baby, slip-ups do happen. I didn't feel like talking to him about the birds and the bees. I mean, aren't you going to give me a hug or something? I tried touching him, but he pushed me away. I don't have time for no more babies. I'm up to my ass and bills, and now you coming here with this shit? He closed his eyes, rubbing his temples like a severe headache was pulsing through his brain. But I laughed at him. But baby, we got money. I'm making money, you're making money. I mean, bitch, that's not enough. I stopped talking. He had never called me that before. You think that little bullshit you make Brayden Harris gonna pay for my kids? Take care of this shop? Take care of us? He was screaming now, so close that I felt his breath on my face. Why are you screaming at me and calling me a bitch? His face softened when I asked him. Look, I'm sorry, but... I can't have no kids right now. I got too much shit going on. He kept rubbing his head so hard, I thought his skin was gonna come off. We'll figure something out. I can call up some people and get some of the new clothes sold. Then what? Next month, keep calling them same niggas? I got bigger dreams than that. What could be bigger than this shop and us starting a family? Are you crazy? We might be rich to these ghetto motherfuckers, but I'm trying to be wealthy. I hadn't heard him say that before, and I didn't even understand the fucking difference. To me, this was better than sleeping in a jail cell or selling dope and watching my back out of a trap house. He pulled me close to him, rubbing my hand. For the first time since I told him I was pregnant, I felt like he was showing me some kind of compassion. Maybe he was in shock. Look, I know this is a lie, but you gotta get an abortion. My heart stopped. A a what? Before he could answer, the room went dark. What the fuck? Dwayne opened the supply room door and the shop was dark too. Yo, Dwayne, it's an electric truck out here. Trey, another barber, screamed to the back. Dwayne ran out of the shop. And I watched from the window. My client would be here soon, but watching Dwayne argue with the electric man, I felt sick again. Not like I was going to throw up, but like I was sick in the head. This nigga really didn't have any money. And now that Miss Lawyer bitch was out of the picture, it seemed like all the shit that I didn't know about him was coming out. Everything was falling apart. He better get Kiera's ass back or I'm looking for another shop. One of the stylists said from behind me, which instantly sent me into go mode. I spun around and faced the bitch that said it. He don't need that bitch, Kiara. She ain't the only one that has money. Before they could talk, Dwayne was back through the door. All right, everybody, we got a small issue with the electric and a mistake on the billing. Uh, I'm going to have to close down today, but we will be back open tomorrow. Nah, boy, I can take care of it. Dwayne was already at his station, taking off his apron and grabbing a hat. Nah, I got to go. Make sure you get an appointment to take care of what we talked about. He looked down toward my stomach. I guess he was talking about the abortion, but it was an abortion that I was not going to have. And lock up the shop, I'll call you later. And then, jumping into the car, the lawyer bitch bought him and burning rubber off the lot, he was gone. I wonder how many heads I would have to braid to get the money that bitch got. Money was the only thing that Dwayne wanted. That's what I would have to get to win his heart. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Soleil. Make sure you share, subscribe, and comment, and let me know what you think about the podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll let y'all later.